Real News. Honest and fun political talk weekly on the line 90.7 FM. We're going to start with the one that started the week off, Ray, which is Pocahontas, uh, a.k.a. Elizabeth Warren, revealed her DNA results uh, and it showed that she's between, wait for it, 164th and 1,024th Native American. And this comes after the Boston Globe uh, originally printed that it was 132 uh, to 164th. But they had to correct, well, sorry, 132nd, but then they then corrected it to 164th. So it's actually she became less Native American after they corrected her story. Um, but you actually, to join the uh, Cherokee tribe or any Native American tribe, you got to be 116th Native American. She ain't anywhere near close. Um, and when they were doing it, they used samples from Mexico, Peru, and Colombia to stand in for Native American because they believed in the migration theory that these people came into America and that they were going to be Native American they're going like 10 generations back. But the Cherokee Nation, based Cherokee Nation, shot her down, called her out saying, a quote, a DNA test is useless to determine tribal citizenship. Current DNA tests do not even distinguish whether a person's ancestors were indigenous to North or South America. They called the DNA test inappropriate and wrong. And they said that uh, Senator Warren is undermining tribal interests with her continued claim of tribal heritage. Wow. Well, yeah, you, you should have. She should have never done that test. That just looks bad on her because there's yeah. no way in heck it was going to be anything good. Like, uh, it, it's great though, just going to watch them shoot themselves in the foot. And like when the Cherokee Nation like yells at you, <laughs> you your know. own minority group. Yeah, that's pretty funny. And then like a bunch of leftists were yelling at the Cherokee Nations because they're like, oh, you know, this person like better than Trump. And they're just like, really? Like, this person is the, uh, so much white privilege with this person, I, I suppose. Mm. Like, I, I saw things like, she's so white privileged, she thinks that, like, she can just say that she's Native American. Pretty much. It also reminds me of, like, like that South Park parody of 23andMe. They called it DNA Me, and they were like, you know, I found out that I'm 10% African American. I'm 3% Native American. And then they start saying, I'm 4% uh, privilege or... Um, or I'm 4% oppressed. Uh, you know, I'm an oppressed class. And they just kept bragging about how, oh, I'm part of this oppressed group. That's basically what she did. She's like, oh, I'm, a, I'm part of this oppressed group, Harvard. Therefore, you must accept me. And she checked the box saying that she was Native American to get into Harvard. And that's where all the controversy started. And somebody at Harvard <laughs> even wrote a paper saying that she was Harvard's first colored professor. <laughs> <laughs> colored white. <laughs> <laughs> Have you looked at her? She is so white. And her results um, are like in the minority of Americans. Most Americans are double the amount of Native American um, percentage that she is. She's like point, her, that's her top one would be like 1.5. The lowest is like point oh 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 one. She's not an Indian. She's a fake Indian. She's not Native American. Uh, that's that's just hilarious. But like I was yeah. looking into this um, this stuff. Like apparently they had a pro. Like it wasn't even necessarily Indian. It was like because they have such a low sample size of Indians who submit to that. It was like anything like kind like between Native American to like Mexican and yeah, stuff. That's what like, she saying. might not even be one one thousand the sixty four percent Indian. She might be like Mexican. Zero yeah, like Mexican or whatever it is. She's she might be like zero percent Native American now. So it's it's pretty hilarious. But like at what point is someone like considered uh, whatever race that 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 is that those things say? So if you're one percent black you say the N word? That's what they did on South Park in that parody. He's like, he's like, I'm one percent black. Sup, 
you know, instead, <laughs> you know, the N-word. And that's what's funny is that, like, you know, for instance, our quarter Asian pal that comes in, um, he's 1% Jew, but he's not Jewish by any regard. <laughs> so what's he going to be? Say, oh, yeah, I'm Jewish now. Like, if I'm, like, 118th black, should I be like, yeah, I'm black, and check that off the box, even though I'm clearly not? You know, that's what this goes into. I mean, like I said, the, the Cherokees say you got to be 116th at least to join the tribe. She's nowhere close. Her best shot is 164th, but her lowest shot is one in 1024th. It's not even the lowest because that wasn't even necessarily Native, Native American. American yeah. Less than that. They got from Mexicans, Peruvians, and uh, <laughs> Colombians to stand in for Native American because they assume m- migration theory. Yeah, they assume they have, and they probably do have some similar like uh, things that might not be entirely equal. But the, this kind of does lead, you know, that she did use it for Harvard. Like, honestly, I don't blame her for lying about her ethnicity in Harvard. Like, honestly, I have to do it to get in anyway. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend everyone lie about their ethnicity on college entrance exams because I, I honestly, if you're white, like, I'd say don't say your race on those things. Like, hide, like, hide it. If you can find yourself 1% one race, I'd go and do it too because it's, it's racist. There is racial yep. discrimination against everyone, like, especially Asians. There actually, there's a lawsuit in the works right now yeah, yeah. between a uh, Asian American group and I think it was Harvard. It is Harvard. Like, uh, yeah. It's one of those Ivy League schools because they've been significantly racially discriminating against them. Because they they're was, doing too good. They're doing too good. So we got to let less of them in. <laughs> that's really what they were doing. Yeah, that's it's true. It's it's true. And then like if you like the SAT scores, if you're like black to get into there, it's I think you need like eleven hundred, and I think it's on like what like a sixteen hundred scale. But if you're like Asian, you need like thirteen hundred or something crazy. It's like significantly higher, and that's why you start seeing a lot of like Asian like people. They start. I think that's why they have to go and take all these like extracurriculars, like you know, different languages, different mm. different like uh, musical instruments. That'd be like freaking prodigies, because if they <laughs> if they're not, there's no way they're in any like really good school. <laughs> yeah, like it's really sad that it's gone to this point. And it, it, it benefits, you know, it doesn't even really benefit that many people because if you're too stupid to get into Harvard, yeah. then you're not going to do too well. And if you do do very well, then that means that those schools have, like, there's something wrong with the school. If you're stupid and you do well in Harvard, like, they, the majors must not be hard enough. And I actually read something about this, and there's been a significant amount of uh, grade inflation at, like, Ivy League schools. Mm. But apparently it didn't help, like, George, what was it, George W. Bush. Yeah. Yeah, he he was like a C student in Harvard <laughs> and became president. <laughs> yeah, just let that sink in. Yeah, but I bet Trump got great grades when he was at Warren because he wasn't partying and drinking and doing all that stupid stuff. He was working. I bet he got great grades. He probably did. Uh, someone needs to go and get his like college transcripts. I want to see yes. how it went. Yeah, because like remember when people were talking about like Obama probably had bad grades and he didn't want to put him out there. You know, I wonder if somebody's going. I think somebody did leak Obama's transcripts. I'm I'm surprised nobody's leaked Trump's yet. You know, and they probably haven't. They probably don't want to leave. Because they're good. good. <laughs> they're not going to want to leave. Yeah, but Rachel Maddow, remember when she has tax returns? <laughs> She's like, I have Donald Trump's tax returns. And, you know, 15 minutes, we'll reveal them. And she, she reveals that Donald Trump paid taxes. He also paid taxes. Oh, wait, he paid 
more than maybe he had to um yeah uh, what's going on in uh, iraq uh you know she like she looks so stupid because she was like hyping this thing up and when she was reading and she's like oh he paid this he paid that he paid that it's like oh he pays taxes well of course bombshell if he didn't, if he didn't pay his taxes they're like they'd be on his butt <laughs> like this is a uh you know sort of like a real life thing that you're gonna take away from so I, had a, I had a teacher of mine in um high school and he told me like he used to be a he used to work on the stock exchange because the money that he's had like they the more money that you make the more more of an eye you'll have on your taxes mm. like because they're not gonna get much if you you know if you're a poor guy you didn't pay any like you didn't pay very much taxes but if you're like donald trump level rich then you will be paying uh tax you they'll make sure they get their mics you have a lot more money to get from it's a lot more cost efficient to get mm -hmm. it from you know someone like donald trump so i don't know what they're what they're dealing with all that it's it's just ridiculous but i think elizabeth warren she makes herself look like an idiot she's alienating native americans from her base <laughs> And I think that the college stuff is a disgrace. It's a national yeah. disgrace. It makes because then it makes you know the minorities like you know black black people, Mexican people who graduate from these universities. Then it makes people question them because yeah. they're like, do you just get they in there? They form negative stereotypes. It's like, did you just get in there because of your skin color? It's yeah. it's like it's kind of like the reverse of what you know people would think of like racism it's just yeah. like they have to have racism because they know the colleges are racist and let them in easier and the only way to go and really stop this is to end affirmative action and i wonder how much penn state does that i mean i honestly i was told that penn state does something more of like the opposite like it's harder for you as a like as an in-state person to get in than if you were from like out of country i believe that because they get more money if you're out of state because we had to go and rely on like because that's why the tuition's cheaper if you're in state versus out of state and that's why they want you know like a lot of people from out of state because i know like i, I don't know that yeah, someone's got to investigate this and i don't think there's gonna be as much as like the harvard stuff but i think it'd be interesting it'd be worth uh, someone taking a look into that if they you know favor out of state versus in-state students to a certain degree but, yeah yeah i i think like you see there's a lot of asians here you know from actually asia like chinese and japanese and whatnot so i could definitely see them doing that because they get um but i think what's starting to happen is i think they don't want as many international students because they don't tend to join the alumni association and why does the university want you to join that because you give them money what's the university want more 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 money they want as much money as they can get um, so that's why they're actually starting to turn away some internationals from what I've heard. But well, I, I don't know about that. I know back when I was there, they used to have a, uh, they had like a new uh, international student fee. And then it took them like forever, like the student government, like the SG, what was it? The CCSG? UBUA? No, no, CCSG, because it was Commonwealth campuses. It took them forever okay. to figure out what that money was actually going to. Mm. <laughs> They're just getting, they just had like a new like $200 a year, like uh, increase in tuition. They didn't know what it was going to. Oh, geez, I mean, but the thing is like a lot of these international students, just to get over here, they had to go and have a lot of money. I, so yeah, I mean, they, they they're probably, rich. A lot of them probably don't care as much as the in-state students who have their tuition raised like significantly because it's yeah. a lot cheaper like you know, you don't have to be that rich to go to i mean you have to have a little bit of money like definitely unless you get you know unless you're a uh what you call it a uh, illegal Lonely. immigrant oh yeah 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 in california get free college well i was told i had a friend of mine who said that there was one at penn state who got a full-on ride i don't know if that's uh, true at the moment i don't know that probably you know in the current like uh i wouldn't be surprised like i, I do wonder because they, they do seem to um 
be very much against the Donald Trump uh, immigration agenda. Yeah. But, you know, that's I, I, I can't go and say for sure if that's happening anymore. So I'm not going to continue with that line of dialogue <laughs> before we get shut down. <laughs> <laughs> we may shut down. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, but we actually can say whatever we want about the university. That's what's cool about this um, station here is we can really crack them, you know, whichever way Oh, well, yeah, want. but I don't have it. Like, I don't, you like, don't want to spread fake The person news. I know... She knows the person, but I don't know. Like she has, she didn't give me that person's name. But, uh, oh, okay, okay, fair, fair. I so understand. I don't have the actual name of that person, but I could get it if I really needed to. But I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If I knew that there was a legal immigrant <laughs> who was getting a full on ride, I'd be called Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I should play that song. <laughs> uh, no, that, that just really upsets me because I pay, you know, good money in taxes over here and I paid a yeah. good money to university. And then when my, I figure out that my money's being taken and given to someone um, who's broke here, the law, who shouldn't be here, you know, like why, why Penn State too? Cause there's just something to, like if they're going to do it, which I, is, I do not think they should get free to, I don't think they should anything if they come here illegally oh they should but, be deported they, the only thing they should be given is a free ticket to ice air <laughs> yeah but like why why are they going to penn state you know have them go to like community college why why get why the most expensive public university in the country because they come from underdeveloped countries and they deserve all the privilege that you get and your white privilege is part of the patriarchal white supremacy society that perpetuates in America and we cannot tolerate that and we need to be inclusive here at Penn State which means welcoming to all race, religions, and citizenship statuses. If you don't accept that, your white supremacy is bigot. Well, <laughs> see this is why so many people join the alt-right because when they get told that stuff I know there's an equal and opposite reaction this is you're creating your cancer that you keep talking about so evil you're creating your own boogeyman yeah no one cared about like Richard Spencer when no one cared like back you know probably 10 20 years ago no one knew who this guy was well I guess 20 years ago he probably until was. a friend of ours oh, not not friend but an associate <laughs> of ours uh, said hey Richard Spencer would you like to come speak at a certain university well, they can look I mean this is pretty public <laughs> if so on articles or slate <laughs> on this like jesus I, <laughs> it always comes back to him oh man he's a very special snowflake uh, yeah that's one way to put it um the next topic i'll talk about quickly before the break is um a trump tweet where he said the following quote federal judge throws out stormy daniels lawsuit versus trump trump is entitled to full legal fees that's an unquote from a quote in his tweet at fox news great this is Trump actually speaking now. Great. Now I can go after Horseface and her third-rate lawyer <laughs> in the great state of Texas. She will confirm the letter she signed. She knows nothing about me. A total con. And then Stormy responded with, Ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you your president. In addition to his um, shortcomings, he has demonstrated his incompetence, hatred of women, and lack of self-control on Twitter again that's all in caps and perhaps a penchant for bestiality uh game on tiny and she also said i see someone finally made it to chapter three also can someone please teach tiny about correct punctuation we I already knew you're a con though hashtag triggered him hashtag slow reader hashtag uh come come as 
I hate when people don't capitalize um, <laughs> hashtags. Like, don't know what she's saying. It's C O M M A S A R A. Something as are hard. Oh, commas are hard. I figured it out. A little slow. <laughs> yeah, see, that was very uh, small brain of her. She needs to watch more Rick and Morty to increase her IQ so that she can learn to capitalize letters in a hashtag. Yeah, sorry, Daniels. You watch more Rick and Morty. No, but this, this is what really upsets me. It's when, like, someone says something about one woman, they automatically think that's against all women as a group. Like, when was that? Or that said? you're attacking them because they're a woman. When are women a group? Like, they, you know, half, half the women hate each other. Let's be real. <laughs> That's true. They all gossip about each other, like, you know, talk smack on each other. Oh, you know, the truth is they go and say, oh, you know, it's, it's so hard being a woman because I need to go and wear makeup and, you know, do all this crap to go out in the day. I was like, who's really good? And like, I had to go make sure my shoes and dress and stuff look all real nice. I was like, who's really going to like make a big deal about that? Who cares about your makeup more, men or other women? Other, it's women. other women. I don't care what makeup she's wearing. Now, if she's got like a, you know, horse face, like, <laughs> like Stormy Daniels, apparently. I haven't really watched any of her stuff. I try not to go and watch. <laughs> you know, watch her content. I, I, I try not to go and watch porn. You know, but uh, especially like I was told she wasn't even that good of a porn actress. You know, that's 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 Wouldn't what I surprised me from uh, some ex some subject matter experts. But like, wow, you got reliable sources. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could probably find on certain websites, but uh, yeah, there's probably bootlegs of it. Also, it's just like yeah, she's probably just doing this whole anti-Trump stuff so she can get more sales because and, she's and what she do, which I predicted, she wrote a book. Imagine my shock. I, I called that. I'm not trying to brag, but I called that one. Because you could tell she was trying to get more money and fame out of this. Because she's an older porn actress, and they tend to die out, and that makes much money. So that's what she's doing. Oh, yeah. Like, once you get, like, past, what was it, like, 28... You're done. You're you're pretty much done. Like I mean, there's some obscure categories. Like they got the uh, you know the older ladies. They call them the cougars. They got those, but um, yeah, you have to be looking like like a top tier sorority girl if you want to be like a if you want to make the the good bucks. But like once you get past that age, it's like milk. You know, <laughs> no one wants to buy it. <laughs> It's past its expiration date. Stormy, you have expired. Well, yeah, but it's starting like, to get sour. Well, they can, like, see, you want to go and talk about the wage gap. Like, look at the wage gap between male and female porn actresses. Yo, yes. Like, they want to go and say about this, oh, it's all fun and games until it's like, you know, porn actors and actresses. And the actresses always, like, unless you're just mm. like a terrible actress or you're the best actor, it's like such a discrepancy. Do gay porn stars get paid less than female porn stars probably because oh. it's a lot of different art like there's was well, like one percent of the population's like gay and then like a good yeah. portion are straight and a good portion of, and like of the gay people how many actually go and watch porn because you know most of them really even need to go and watch porn because like yeah if you have a boyfriend I mean, or girlfriend, it's not easy to, like it's you could go on to like an app and you could go and find if you're a homosexual man it's pretty easy to um get intercourse you know, it was like what, like the average uh, partner someone has in lifetime for like you know straight people is like eight for like gay people is like one thousand. Like I read, I read a statistic about that because like you know with women, it, it's different. Like you know, there's some women out there I know like thirty, maybe even a hundred, but very, very few unless you're like in the you know a sex worker. It's, it's very difficult to get a thousand. Mm. But like for gay men, that's not out of the ordinary. Like there was this one guy who had prep, and this was like another thing. I think it was this week. He managed to get eight or HIV and he was on that prep and he was very sexually active I think it was like 70 yeah. partners a month 
That's doing like two a day. <laughs> yeah, busy boy. I, I mean, it's not really that hard. Like they have parties for this sort of thing. Well, I've heard from people <laughs> that it's easier as uh, a gay guy to get like gay guys are very desperate and very like. Well, thirsty. they don't care. Like you know, they 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 tend to not care as much. They like, tend to. Women, yeah. like, Some have high standards. I've heard. Like women tend to have like they they don't want to be like I mean this there you know there's always someone there's always out there. requirements but, they always want a guy that's like going after them a guy that's a Chad that's yeah. alpha yeah, but yeah they're like, picky they're picky yeah women tend to be more picky with their partners than men there's a biological reason for this so when you have two men and men tend to you know. There's some pickiness, but not as much. But when you're in the gay community, like two, you have the sex drives of two men. There's gonna be a lot more interaction and a lot less monogamy. Like I, I know that's yeah. a problem in the gay community. So a lot, of, like a lot of my, I have a lot of gay Trump supporter friends on Facebook, and a lot of them complain about Probably this. Probably hitting on you. I had a couple of them hit on me before, but like <laughs> it's. You know, I'm not. I don't roll that way. But uh, <laughs> you sure you could? You could always try it. You know? Nah, I'm not gonna try that. <laughs> sure. Nah. They like Trump. They like some big walls. Nah, they like, I don't. They want you maybe to polish their wall, if you know what I nah, mean. No, I'm, I'm in a relationship. I don't. I, and I don't plan on playing for the other field. <laughs> like no, no, that's not my cup of tea. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's just you have know, two the male sex drive. Of course, there's gonna be more partners, and you know that's the problem with the older ones is like they're not. They tend to not be as monogamous because they don't really need to be. Like women, they need like biologically. There's a need for monogamy. Like sure, they could go and be a single mother and work too, but like that just that tends not to work out as much as like one who's they they tend to want a man. Yeah, that stays with them. Yeah, that's true. And like a lot, of, I mean, that's why then you have the cucks out there. And like, <laughs> there's a whole, dad. There's a whole level, like you know, that's that's they have like a win-win situation. They have like a secret win, and then men have their win too, is they have like a mistress, and their wife is faithful. Yeah. But then women have, you know, their win is they have a man who supports them, and then a man, you know, as many men as she wants that can pleasure her better than the man that supports them. So a casual relationship. Oh God! Like, That's I mean, a thing. Most people don't we think know somebody that does that. Oh, I mean, this college, of course, you get tons of these sort of yeah. people out there. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but like, I don't, I don't think it's a very smart idea. Like, I mean, yeah. if you're young, it's you not know, ethical. Yeah, it's it's just stupid. Like, you just end up wasting your time not finding your partner because you want to find your partner. Exactly. You want to find your life partner to remain in a monogamous relationship with yeah. all this other, like, uh, alternative um, sexual partnerships. Alt-sex partners. Yeah, these alt-sex partners. <laughs> they, they, it just tends not to work very well. Like, you'll see, like, a thing on, like, Facebook. is like, ooh, look, they're in, like, a Rosa's brother, like, sister wives or whatever, and they're, this dude has, like, six, like, wives well, you're not spring. You're, you're, the point of relationship is you're committing to one person. You're putting commitment in, and if you're splitting that into six people, you're not fully in commitment to anyone. Yeah, humans tend to be jealous creatures. Like you can yes. say you're not, but like it'll everybody just, is, it'll dig at you. Yeah, yeah. You know, women are jealous, men are jealous. You know, but this is just uh, it. Just doesn't tend to work out. With there's yeah. a reason why yeah. men tend to like. Like, if you want to have, like, kids or anything, especially so, if you're just in it for, you know, getting uh, the, the pleasure release, then, yeah, you can have multiple partners, but it's not going to last you, and you're going to want to have a partner that you can, like, really yep. trust as your best friend, and you can't yeah. have more than one best friend, or else they're not your actual best friend, they're just a friend. Yeah. 
And the same thing with a sexual partner. Like, and that's why you have all these problems in societies that have like multiple wives. Cause then, you know, the, the children are going to be treated differently. It's just so much stuff. And I imagine the same thing with multiple husbands. Like when you get these like cuckold scenarios, but they're very, they're like not as common throughout history. There's like maybe a handful of times versus like a, a great deal many times of situations of, uh, you know, polygamy versus polyandry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't do it. I recommend, you know, just sticking to one partner. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you're single, it's one thing, but you know, if you're dating someone, don't, don't cuck him with a C. <laughs> that was with a C. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. Good clarification, but yeah, yeah, I've um, cause we got a break here, but I've, yeah, I, I've heard like there's definitely a lot of problems with polygamy and like a lot of you know problems with it that like you described and the fact that they don't, um, they tend to cheat and they don't tend to have a stable relationship. They don't tend to raise their kids right. You know, <laughs> you're freaking. <laughs> it's so loud, like. <laughs> but um it, it's just yeah and i think there's also a lot of like genetic problems that come in too with diseases and whatnot it's just bad 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 <laughs> i can't do it Woo. we're gonna talk about jim acosta or as i call him jim acosta getting cucked on twitter so if anybody doesn't know, Jim Acosta is the worst reporter in the world. Uh, he's everything wrong with journalism, and he's just a drama queen. A drama baby, I should say. He's not royalty. He's just a baby. So when he was at the Trump, you know, like, he always disrupts Trump and interrupts him during questions. So he doesn't have much sympathy for Jim Acosta. So when at the Trump rally, um, he was reporting there, and he sent out this tweet claiming the following, quote, Tonight, the Trump campaign slash White House... Turned up the music so loud, the press risers were vibrating. Nearly impossible to do live TV. I suppose the White House loves those kinds of shenanigans. But I wonder... I... What the... What was that? What? Oh, I just heard this cut out. Uh, but he said, but I wonder if it's a security concern for USSS or local law enforcement. They can't hear either. Oh, like Jim Acosta cares about like Trump's life or anybody else's well, life. They do that at concerts all the time. Like really, like honestly, he should go and make these into like, you should go and consider them concerts so they can just like they kick out CNN. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. They pretty much are concerts. I mean. <laughs> it's a Trump he, concert. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. It's free. Yeah. I mean, he just, you know, he whines about that. And like I saw the video, like when he was like reporting to Anderson Cooper, like you could barely hear Jim Acosta. They had the music so loud. The only thing I have to complain about, like, and it's a valid complaint. Um, when Jim Acosta was uh, live streaming, the music was overplaying him. They should have been playing We Are the Champions. They played the wrong song. It was just like some of our rock song, which is fine. But like they should have been playing We Are the Champions. That would have been funny. Um, but then on Twitter, after he sent that tweet out, uh, Justin Capole, a, a former aide to Melania, responded with just, quote, Dear Diary. And then Acosta DM'd her, uh, F you. And he didn't say F. He spelled it out. He said a very vulgar word. Very, yeah. Not very nice word. And then, you know, this got shared, screenshot and scared around. You know, Jim Acosta saying F you to a former Melania aide. 
Uh, and then Acosta later apologized, saying, Hey, buddy, I thought you were an old friend from the campaign days, did you? I'm so sorry. Hope I didn't offend you. Have a good night and take care. Now, let's take this into perspective. I honestly don't care for journalists use explosives and whatnot, but what if, what if a Fox News reporter said the exact same thing to a former Michelle Obama campaign aide? Do you think the uh, left-wing outrage mob would have taken that as a no biggie? Oh, no. They go and say, oh, he's unhinged. He's using vulgar language. Like, I think they yelled at Trump for using language, but, like, it's okay when, like, they'd have him fired. Like, yeah. what, what did they call, didn't someone on Fox News say something mean about, like, what was it, uh, Ford or something, and then he got fired? Oh, yeah, he, yeah, somebody on Fox called Ford, uh, Christine uh, Ford something. I forget what, I'll look it up, but, yeah. I think it was, like, a, he said, like, an, a slur for a promiscuous woman or something. Oh, yeah, he called her a, not a skunk, but it rhymes with skunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny, but, like, it's like, you shouldn't say that. Yeah, it was a very adult language word, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't care if they use language, but like, you know, reporters shouldn't be saying F you to people like yeah. that they're reporting on. That shows that there's a bias there. Yes. And that's unprofessional behavior. And honestly, if you're- He like, should be fired. Like they had a reporter who was fired for wearing a Trump hat at a Trump rally, so they should fire him for using, you know, vulgar language. Yeah. And he's extremely biased towards Trump. It is like- Plainly clear. Well, that whole network's biased towards Trump. Yeah. Like, most of them are. And that's why uh, Trump's doing so well is because people realize this. It's easy to go and see. Like, just uh, the blunders that the media has done, it's like... It makes my libertarian side feel very bad because these are all, like, non-government... Like, I almost want a government freaking media agency because... I can't trust the non-government ones, but I doubt they'd be any better either. Exactly. But at least, at least a Trump one. I think he should make it just just Trump. He does on his YouTube channel. He stole our show title, and he has a weekly show called Real News, where like for like four minutes, like Laura Trump will run down what Trump has done that week. So like they circumvent it, and you know you just gotta share it out, and people gotta watch it, but. Yeah, I didn't know about this channel, but um, yeah. we'll have to take a look at that at some point. Yeah, I see. It's pretty well done. Like, it's great, good graphics, good presentation. Like, it's pretty well done. Yeah, tr yeah I, I'd, I'd trust it more than, like, half the news media out there because they're all incredibly biased against Trump. And it just makes me upset, like, that I, I can't go and see news. That doesn't make me want to rip my hair out anymore. Yeah. Like I understand. It, like it, we're living in the fake news realm. <laughs> There's no fake news here. We're real news. Yeah, we're the only real ones left. Yeah. Well, that's where you get like the NPC meme, which we've been talking about a bit too. And it's pretty funny where Kotaku like wrote this article saying that the NPC meme is dehumanizing. Um, and it's basically like an NPC of nobody plays video games is a non-player character. It's like, you know, when you're in Call of Duty and people and you're playing single player and there's just like people standing around. Or well, just a bad example. This would be like you know Grand Theft Auto. Uh, even uh, it'd be like you know you're playing Pokemon, and then there's the uh, the the person that's not you, and you talk to them, and they just repeat the same things over and over again. They give you a quest. Yeah, sometimes say. yeah, sometimes you have like an input. Sometimes you won't. Sometimes they'll just like rattle off on tours like, oh, Trump, Trump is so mean. You know, I, I like to go or like, oh, I like to go and listen to the sports ball. Look who won. Oh, look at pop star number five zero two eight. Oh, they have such a fire mixtape. It's just the same stuff, different day with these people. Yeah, same stuff, different you know person. It requires it's like it's nothing important. 
important. It's nothing earth like earth shouting. It's nothing useful. It's just nothing bleh. independent. It's just they're regurgitating what other people tell them. That you know the, what the John Oliver's and the CNNs of the world tell them. And that's what this is mocking. Is this this program response? You're like an NPC in a game where you just program to say certain things and do certain things, and you do them, and you look like a bland, boring, you know, uh, like uh, slave to the system. You're not a free-thinking individual. And it's been pretty funny because that meme spread, and Kotaku called it dehumanizing. Uh, they called Ian Miles Chong. Uh, who uh, supported? I mean, they called him alt right. Yeah, he's a, he's Asian. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite work. He used to be like a Kotaku writer, I think. It was like yeah, more of the like He was like uh, he he changed shape during the Gamergate controversy. Yeah, and this isn't even his final form. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's the thing. It's like this this article just looked really stupid on their part. And what's funny is the same people that are calling the NPC meme dehumanizing are the same people that call anybody that disagree with a Russian bot or a Russian troll or, you know, just like they, they just throw these like Nazi. They throw labels at you. They don't. Are you stroking that chord? Yes. <laughs> and then, you know, they, 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 they're, 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 they prove their own meme. Because every time you spread the NPC meme, they give you an NPC response. And it's just so... Yeah, it's racist, it's sexist, <laughs> it's dehumanizing. But when you call people Russian bots, that's perfectly humanizing. Exactly. Like, I've, been, I've just had people call me that before. I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. When somebody on Facebook called you a Russian bot. Yeah, it's like, I can't tell if they're lying or not. Like, they don't know how bots actually act. Or yeah. Just, like, like, an NPC and a bot come together. Like, they probably wouldn't know the bot. Because yeah. they're an NPC. It's the same thing as them. <laughs> Like, gee, and this, the sad thing is there's actual people who act like that, who think like that. And that's what this kind of brings light to. It's people don't have their own input, like a lot of them. It's just like, oh, you know, I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to get some business degree and like not do anything with it. I'm going to go and work at some, you know, company number 5028 work for, you know, you know, nine to five like the hours nine to five yeah, and yeah. you know get wife number six three seven eight and it's just like it's such a boring world it's like kind yeah. of kind of like a critique on this sort of like existence so cookie cutter like you mm. know we're just humans it's yeah. people that don't want to achieve anything higher in life like they don't want to <clears throat> excel in their career they don't want to make art they don't want to you know get into politics and be like influential or be involved they just want to live their life and they just want to Go to work, eat, sleep, maybe get laid once in a while. That's it. Yeah, they, they just go and like check the human box. It's like if a like they was talking about on Fortune, you know, years ago, I think this is what spawned. It's like the soulless individual. Like, you know, they're not woke. Well, <laughs> that's what the left would call it. But they, just don't, they don't have. Yeah, they don't have really enlightenment. Kind of, yeah, they, they just they don't think hard thoughts probably smoke marijuana because that's like well, a lot of the like honestly i think that's the sad thing is because they just makes people sometimes you know they can make them a little bit like lazy if you you know a lot of people like they're they're legalizing you know so i don't know what's going to happen with that and you know canada just did that this week and that's yeah. probably like a big middle finger to the united states so i think there's gonna be some action on that end with trump after the midterms he's probably like because once that happens then you're just gonna have people go up to canada like the snowbirds but instead of getting well i guess they're both gonna get warm you know <laughs> except for this will be like or to get cold they want to get warm and by warm you know it's, it's the smoke <laughs> yeah i mean you could already do that in colorado like it's such a stupid situation yeah we've just been in such a stupid situation like with all that stuff like you know it's legal but it's not 
It's like, yeah, I know what you mean. And it's then, like decriminalizing or legalizing. Like, well, like it's the not decrim- de- like well, it's federally meant, illegal, but it's yes. locally not. Yeah, yeah, that's like, what I was trying to say. How does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah, I, I've never understood that. But the last issue I want to talk about tonight, um, Halloween's coming up. If anybody doesn't know, it's the SJW's most hated holiday because people can have fun and any dress up as anything they want, you know? Unless it's offensive. Unless it's offensive. You can dress up as a boy or a girl. That's mm-hmm. okay. But when you dress up as a Native American, like Pocahontas, or you dress up as a Japanese person or or a, a Middle Eastern person, oh, that's offensive and sensitive. You can't have any fun. And culture appropriate, because they, what they claim is that you're culture appropriating. Uh, culture appropriation is not a thing. Uh, ideas cannot be stolen. That's the whole premise of cultural appropriation is that you're stealing ideas from one culture and you're putting it on yourself. That's total crap. You can't steal ideas. Ideas are just out there. You know, you can adopt to a different culture and learn their ideas and become a part of it. Um, but, what, but, but the reason I'm bringing this up, because they, they, this has been an old meme for years, but Penn State is like, oh, we're going to get on this bandwagon. They decide that they're going to um, have this event here uh, on Thursday called the, quote, Haunted by Cultural Appropriation. Ooh. Uh, and the, the description on it read, a refreshing, I don't know how it could be refreshing, workshop discussion for students to learn about the difference between appreciation and appropriation, how to be respectful during the year's Halloween festivities, and expand their knowledge. We invite all students to learn and join the conversation. And then at the bottom, it's of course, says, funded by your student act in, in, in student initiate fee. Great. So my money is going to this crap. And this, of course, is at the same time that UPUA, which is our student government, has passed Resolution 9-13, which is the following, quote, support of we're a culture, not a cause (laughs) do social media conversation uh, or social, uh, social media campaign passes unanimously. It passed unanimously not one person thought gee maybe this is a waste of money and time and stupid and people memed it showing how stupid it is we're gonna keep doing it because they did this freshman year in my dorm i think i showed you they had is reagan still in the upua Ooh, i don't know look into that (laughs) yeah i'm sure there's some of the college republicans who who allowed this to get passed they need to they need to get told what they need. People need to go. They need to be held accountable. Anyone who considers themselves conservative and passes this crap, <laughs> they need to go. Like if they're in, you know, like the president of CRs or something, like, no, you can't be having this. This fake Republicanism. So what do you think of this event, though? That's going to be a workshop on cultural appropriation. Well, I mean, to be fair, they've already had like African studies classes and gender mm-hmm. studies and like all these like BS courses for years. And they've been funded by students. Yeah. So that, it's not surprising. But I, I think that someone should go and crash it. And they should go and like wear like uh, offensive costumes to it just to go and like, you know, give them um, Triggering. Make them upset. Yeah. Go and like protest. Go and protest that. Event. Yeah. Like they, this needs to be like campus reform needs to hear about this because this is your money, you know, and it's probably taxpayer money too. Well, it says student. So every student, you know, they're forced to have a political opinion. I think Trump needs to go and investigate things like this. I think the, uh, what was it, Betsy DeVos's, uh, Bessie Davis, her like department <laughs> of education, they need, they need to investigate this because this is uh, clearly 
uh, inappropriate for a public university to take funds from students against their will and force them to give a political opinion. Like that'd be the same thing if like, you know, if the opposite happened, they had a, uh, you know, like a pro Trump event that was paid for by student fire, like affairs. Oh, they wouldn't like that. Yeah. They wouldn't like that, you know, forced. And it was, they didn't have like a uh, liberal one to go and counteract it. Like, yeah, this is a political issue and it's, it's really stupid that they've been doing it, but it's not surprising. Yeah. Well, I, I, like I said, it's all silly. And the thing is, like, nobody's offended when you dress up as a Native American. Nobody has been or will be. Well, there's a the only people. Now. Well, yeah, the only people that claim they're offended, they get offended are all the white time. bourgeois liberals, not actual Native Americans. I don't even get, like, it's Halloween. It's supposed to be offensive things. Like, back in the day when Halloween was made, like, people used to be legitimately afraid of witches. Like they had, you know, there's thousands of people of have been killed because they were thought to be a witch. Yeah. You know, if we, if they had the same thing, people would be dressed up as Hitler as Halloween. He's something that would be like scary. scary. He is scary. Yeah, but you can't do that now. People would be like actual, like you know, terror. Like they dress up as terrorists to go and mock them. That's the whole point of Halloween. To yes. mock people. Yes. It's to mock things. It's having fun, mocking stereotypes, mocking people. Like they have no problem like dressing up as Trump as a joke, like at, at Halloween. Or like but, a dead Trump, like. A headless Trump. Yeah, or just like to go and mock Trump. Oh, hey, I'm the big orange idiot. Ooh. But like, you know, you dress NPC. up. Yeah, you dress up as Obama. and uh, That's racist. Yeah, you'll be called racist and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just hate the double standard. And it goes further because uh, there was, I found the Collegian article talking about cultural appropriation and saying that's bad and all that. And it was written by the whole editorial board. Keep this in mind. The entire editorial board, which has conservatives on it. One, I think, and he's like a cut conservative. You know, I'm talking how about. Many, yeah, how many Trump supporters are there? None. <laughs> yeah, he's not one. He's um, he's yo, know, he spoke out against Trump on a lot of things. Um, so he's kind of like a you know a, a cut conservative. Uh, but they said, quote, Halloween costumes should be fun, not ignorant. Across the entire nation, many people believe it's okay or funny to appropriate another culture into a costume or dress as a controversial figure or depiction. The point is to be controversial. <laughs> I know. Like, they don't know what Halloween is. Maybe they should just not celebrate Halloween. And they always ruin fun. This is why they're losing. That's why you don't have parties with liberals, because they can't take a joke. Yeah, they really can't. Um, they go on first. They just earlier this fall in September, the company Yandy pulled a costume from their website that was titled Yandy Brave Red Maiden Costume. Presumably, the costume was based off of a Hulu show, Handmaid's Tale, which is that a post-apocalyptic world where women, sorry, women, are oppressed and seen as beyond inferior. It's a terrifying show, and this costume was triggering for many people who saw it. Well, wait, 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 wait. This is great. Because they had people dressing up. At, right here. Yeah. Protesting Kavanaugh. So it's offense to the liberals who dressed up as handmaids. So they need to, they need to get brought to this trial, too. They are offensive. Yes. Like they had during the Kavanaugh thing. But They're eating their own again. That's great. That, that's just great. See, no one was saying that's offensive when they dressed up then, but now apparently it is. Like, that's too, like honestly, I think Handmaid's Tale is just some leftist fantasy. But it's a meme. Like, it's some, like, left-wing, like, uh, erotic fantasy. Yeah. Like, it's their, like, dirty fetish. Like, their Fifty Shades fetish. Yeah, it's like... For Trump. <laughs> He's going to enslave all women. Their political fetish. It's <laughs> like, ugh. People will probably get off to that. It gets better. This article gets better. It says, however... Yandy still sells over 40 different costumes that claim to be representing Native Americans for men and women. The costumes are clearly offensive and have been demeaning names like Chief Long Arrow Costume. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's just funny. Oh. And what? Uh, nothing. Oh. <laughs> oh. I didn't say anything. Oh. No, that's a Chief Long Arrow costume. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> you almost see a word there. Thank you for watching my back, though. And quote, lusty Native American maiden costume. <laughs> Since the company still sells costumes like this, it shows the culture hasn't changed. It's Nobody cares if people keep buying the stuff, keep selling it. <laughs> Don't buy it. If no one's if no one buys it, then they won't have anyone anyone selling it. So they can just go and uh, you know take one and uh, walk walk off. I agree. And then they further went to say it shouldn't take an internet campaign for companies to remove demeaning and offensive costumes like this. Yeah, they're being forced. I know it's called an outrage mob. And this is the last part. This is this is the spice here. We shouldn't just be able to pick and choose which beyond distasteful costumes are taken off the shelves. Every costume that could potentially offend or trigger another individual should not be for sale. Literally ban all the costumes. Because it's not only, oh, let's just ban costumes that are triggering, which is literally every costume. Let's ban costumes that can be, quote, potentially offensive or triggering. Wait, wait, wait. This this was this was not just a one-off ad tour. This was the opinion of the whole magazine. The Collegian wrote a entire uh, article from the entire editorial board. It's like, it's, it'll say, like, editorial board, you know, op-ed. Well, if that's true, I think people should go and write to the Collegian and say they should be banned instead. <laughs> yeah, because they're offensive. Yeah, they're offensive. That offended me. This whole diatribe, that, that offended me. So I think, what was the website? DailyCollegian.com. Yeah, I think people, like, you know, you should go and give them a piece. Like, they, you should give have your opinion. Your mind. And I told, like, it's on the point of editorials to go and write a letter to the editor because I, I think that's very offensive. And I think that's anti-free market. And I find, you know, I, yeah. I, if you're against free market, I find that offensive. I find communism offensive. I find socialism offensive. So, therefore, I, I think of this government, like, they're supposed to, because uh, someone's got to do this. And they're obviously implying that the government bans it. Yeah. Like from what you're describing. So. They literally, I'm going to read the sentence again because it's so stupid. Quote, every costume that could potentially offend or trigger another individual should not be for sale. No, I thought I find that <laughs> offensive. I, th I find that very offensive. I okay. think that the collegian should no longer operate. <laughs> I, so, you know, that's my response to that. Okay, we're going to ban ghost costumes. You want to know why? Because they're white. Because they look like they the look KKK. like Klansman hoods. Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's ban just ghost. ban them. Let's ban witches because that's offensive to pay, like Wiccans. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's ban goblin costumes because they look like cause they're offensive. <laughs> offensive to a particular religion. Yeah, let's, uh, let's ban every, like... Like it was funny though, because I was at uh, like the Spirit Halloween store and they had like a rabbi costume there. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, I'm surprised they still were able to sell this. I know. And they had like a bunch of like Native American costumes there too. I was like, oh, the can, lefties won't like this store. Can you imagine wearing a Native American costume is edgy in 2018? This is what we've come to. Yeah, it's it's like not edgy at all to go and like wear you know drag and everyday clothing, but as soon as you wear like. Uh, like Pocahontas. A yeah, like a, like a Pocahontas costume, <laughs> then, you know, that's... That's crossing the line. Yeah, like, it's sad what's considered edgy today. Versus I know. What, like, yeah, everyone's, like, smoking marijuana. That's, like, not edgy anymore. But, like, you know, wearing <sighs> a, a costume or, like, wanting to have a wife and kids, yeah, that's, that's edgy. Having a white girlfriend is edgy in 2018. They also ended this article saying, um, but clearly our nation is not there yet. If costumes like this are still on the market, 
Also, people don't need a pre-constructed costume from a retailer to be racist, sexist, or ignorant. Mm. <laughs> it's like, no, I, duh. Well, they're ignorant on the whole purpose of, for, ignorant. Of, uh, Culture of Halloween. They're, they're yeah, very ignorant of Halloween, so I think they should not celebrate it then. If they, they, they really shouldn't. They should stop celebrating it because they're no fun. It's going to, like, literally anything can offend anybody these days. And that's what, the, yeah, I know. That's my point when I said, when they go, oh, anything that's potentially offensive or triggering should be not for sale. I'm like, well, then you're not going to sell anything. Well, if you just Everything's offensive to everybody. Anything can be offensive. If you don't like Halloween, don't go out to Halloween parties. You know, just have a sign on your door that says, I might find your Halloween costume offensive, so I'm not going to give any candy trick-or-treaters. Yes. You know, just not don't go into my house. So lame. Like they just ruin all the fun. Like this is why the less is the left's problem. They just want to go and drain the fun out of everything. Like, yeah. How would he deal with a Halloween party at like a leftist place? Like you're gonna, it's like walking on eggshells. Like you know, is that you know your army costume offensive because they're anti-war? <laughs> you know, that's that's a real thing. Dressing up to worry as an about. anime character is offensive because it's not actually a, you know you're yeah, not actually in the cartoon. Yeah, it's offensive because it's from Japanese culture. So. <laughs> You know, dressing as a Samurai Jack, you know, they'd go... It's not an anime! They'd get offended because you'd be an Asian man. Yeah. Like, there is nothing... But then if you dress up as, like, a European thing, they'd find, like, an alt-right costume. <laughs> so you dressing up win. as Christopher Columbus is alt-right. As a pilgrim, that's alt-right. Yeah, so if you dress up as a pilgrim, that's alt-right. You dress up as a Native American, that's offensive. So you're really, like, are you going to be the French? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just yeah. Kevin you know you know French costume. You read my mind. I was going to say if you're dressed as French, you're gonna have a white flag. Oh my god. <laughs> see, we're having fun. You notice that we're yeah, laughing, yeah, see, having fun. Over that. Okay, so what I was saying when you walked in, we were talking about a particular person that we know. Um, and when we were in a particular meeting and what was happening was, uh, our friend who used to appear on this program, Vince was drawing a spectrum on the board. Um, and we were talking about things and stuff and then Vince just goes, okay. And this is where, um, most white people rank and the person we know went, yeah, yeah. Woo, woo. Oh God. <laughs> I was like, No. No, you're trying Wait, to. Wait, get- was okay. We need to go and create a uh, pseudonym for this person. <laughs> um, can we call him KK? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd, what about like, um, what about R- RJ? RJ. <laughs> <laughs> RJ. <laughs> yeah. I think of the raccoon from Over the Head. She was called RJ. It's voiced by Bruce Willis. Uh, yeah, yeah, we call RJ. Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but it was so funny because he started cheering when he said like we're white people, right? I was like, oh, don't do that. Like you're trying to clear your name on that. Yeah, this person's been known to and <laughs> to associate with like un- like unintentionally associate with some pretty um, intra- like a uh, pretty special people. <laughs> I guess would be a word for it. It'd associate with some pretty dark people. I dark, guess well, not yeah. dark. That's the exact opposite of what they are. Yeah. <laughs> You associate with some pretty shady characters. Uh, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I, I think that's the best. Unintentionally way to put. associate. <laughs> Sometimes intentionally, we don't know. I, I think uh, this guy's too stupid. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like he's he's a character. <laughs> 
it's like you, you get one in every bunch. It's like the <laughs> one banana. It's a little bit, you know, you have to go make into the banana bread or the one apple. You know, it's going to go in the apple pie. You can't go and eat it by itself. You're like, this is bad. This is maybe too soon. But have you seen The Big Short? The Big Short, what's that? Like a movie? It's a movie. No. Um, you, you, you guys see this one. This one's we fun. We have to watch this at some point. Yeah. I mean, actually, it's on Netflix, too. I <laughs> love that movie. Um, it basically explains the uh, financial crisis of 2008 and why it happened. And there's this, it has like a lot of humor and entertainment mixed in to keep it, you know, interesting. And they do like celebrity like cameos to like explain certain concepts. And one of them is, this is Anthony Bourdain. Um, oh. And he explains like, yo, if I have uh, salmon uh, salmon, and it's bad salmon, I don't throw it out. I, I just make it a stew or something. That's that's basically what you describe. Oh, yeah. Well, didn't like Kurt Eichenwald do some <laughs> stuff like with that financial crisis? Cause I, he what? Had it, like that was where he got his like big break, I think, was he, did, he recovered. Uh, he did a whole like story for like New york times or whatever you know trash oh. organization he was writing for and the funny yeah. thing was he released a autobiography <laughs> and, i uh, hear yeah and there was some very interesting details about his life that were revealed in there like oh. uh i well, i don't know please reveal well drop um, the big secret well like one time he was in uh, i think it was like san diego doing like for a report and then he had a seizure and then the police came to uh, they tried to help him but they ended up like <laughs> really messing up and they didn't know he was uh, epileptic oh no and he ended up getting diagnosed with like pancreatic cancer or something what <laughs> he didn't he didn't have pancreatic cancer and he ended up like having to go through like it was like four days in there and they kept getting him valium and like he had a like a life alert thing on, on himself right and oh was, he has one of those old people buttons yeah he has like one of those and they'll like say what he's prescribed and they, I think they just completely <laughs> discounted what was on there and they just kept pumping with valium and then like eventually Eventually, he was able to get a hold of his parents and his dad's a doctor and like it, it was it was pretty it was pretty dark humorous it's like a the first season of atypical <laughs> you know it was just like a dark humor cringe uh, compilation oh uh, yeah and then like also apparently uh, he had a <laughs> i shouldn't be laughing about this <laughs> we're up for, for, for to preface the only reason we're laughing is because this guy is such a meme he's such a prick like he was like dming kyle kashav like harassing him and he's just generally a stupid person, but also a, a really mean person. Oh, like, yeah. he doesn't deserve to succeed. I hate to say it. Like, I like seeing bad people fail, as Trump would say. Well, he went like the, uh, Tucker Carlson, and he, like, started freaking out just saying all he these. He put out a binder. Yeah, he just, like, started saying, it was like some Alex Jones things, like, I got the documents. <laughs> And then he was, uh, he, he had a, uh, in interesting situation where I think he pissed like a picture on Twitter yes, on his computer yes. and there was some, uh, Japanese, uh, hentai. Yeah. Some Japanese anime, but for adults, uh, <laughs> pornography with, is with, what it's uh, called. tentacles, which is a famous genre of this, uh, Japanese, um, subculture and he did try to deny it remember oh, yeah. he kept trying to explain why it's up he's like oh i was trying i was i was telling my parent my kids about it. i was yeah, like I was gonna show up <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you could say that, but a tentacle uh, illustration, yeah, tentacle porn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was his kids. He admitted to basically. Um, and I don't know how old his kids are, but like he, old enough, yeah, young enough. I mean, <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. But apparently, this guy's because uh, this like tentacle porn. There, that's a nice way of saying it. It's it's in the Japanese. They call it like tentacle rape. That's the um, <laughs> that's how they describe that genre, which is really, really ironic because apparently, like, in his autobiography, apparently 
he I, I don't know the location it was on a uh, it was on a youtube uh, channel and they had mm-hmm. they, they were revealing parts of it and they're just skipping ahead and he looked up the term rape because tentacle rape you know it's associated with kirk I- kirk eichenwald <laughs> and so when they looked this up apparently he had a seizure somewhere and then he got again uh, he got uh, basically only raped when he was having a seizure what and then like <laughs> wait 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 was it a guy or was it a tranny i think it was a guy okay because okay. like the, the, the pol- i think it was like in california summers and that's, that's been what, a tranny then that's what i was wondering and that's where there's other problems with that because like yeah. he was talking about like the he was like in this like loopy state of mind and then like the <laughs> medical people were like testing him because they think he might have like aids or something oh <laughs> like an std they're they're like say i didn't read the whole thing so i'm not going to go and buy his book and these <laughs> people they only had a couple sections of it because it gets really boring. It's just basically him, I, I assume, like self-filating on the um, in the document. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's just a character. I saw he had a movie. It was like the informant. He was in the informant. The, yeah, that he was the one who wrote the the story about that. What the, I'm checking this. Make, yeah, it was by Kurt Eichenwald, the informant. That was the one with the. Uh, it, it was that company. It was Matt Damon and. Um, well, the plot, like if I'm thinking of this one right, it was the company and they were releasing, um, like they had a it was some sort of chemical company. Agricultural Corporation. Uh, Archer Daniels McLand. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, okay. I think that Let was me, the one. I'll read the description. He, just he was a writer for that. Like he wrote the story about that, and I was like, wait a second, I know a Kurt Eichenwald. I, I don't. And apparently he did. Write, like he was. Oh, crazy. I found it. He's a producer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's not, he didn't write it. He. Oh no, he wrote the book. I see. He wrote the book, The Informant, and then the movie, which is based on the book. He was a producer for. Oh, God. Okay. No, I wonder. Like five years, there could be some Me Too allegations with that guy. Yeah, I would be surprised. Yeah, he's one of those people that I'd be uh, very scared of. Yeah. But he's yeah. so weird, and then he harasses like uh, victims of school shooting, high school victims of school shootings. I mean, what's wrong with this guy? Oh, it's not even just that. <laughs> then he had the uh, what was it? Someone like memed him to almost death. They sent him a uh, a gif, and it was like have his house a seizure for you, and it was like flashing. Yeah, he had a seizure. <laughs> I mean, I don't want people doing that. That's pretty mean. But at the same time, this guy, he like, he just becomes a meme of himself because more crap keeps happening to him that has to relate to his seizures and his like creepy like fetishes. The guy is so weird. Oh my God. I couldn't believe, I didn't know he wrote The Informant. That's just. Yeah. I saw, I was watching that movie and I was like, wait a second. Is it (laughs) it the same guy? Yeah. Yeah. Sure enough, it is. Yeah. He just keeps picking fights with people on the internet. Then, like, no, that was, uh, me. that was Avanti (laughs) Avenatti, the the creepy porn lawyer. Another another creepy individual who has a history with pornography. But didn't he, like, didn't Avenatti pick a fight with 4chan? Uh, that's a fake tweet, I think, oh. that said, like, 4chan, you're next or something, <laughs> or I'm coming for you. So I think that's it. fake. They need to meme it. Yeah, it's fake. Too. It needs to be real. We yes. need to make it real. We can't. Hey, we made the jobs, not mobs thing real. Like, within, like, a week, Trump was saying it after it was on the, like, r slash down and 4chan. Oh, jeez. Yes. We'll be talking about that, too, but, like, you know, just the meme magic, it's real. I told you. I, I told you during the election that yeah. meme magic's real. I believe I think it. it is. Like before Trump got elected, you know, I, I believed it was real, but like when he started looking to the whole cult of Keck stuff, that's when <laughs> things really started to kind of balloon. That's a rabbit mind. hole. Yeah, that's that, that's a that's a true story though. But did you hear true that? 
But did you hear that I uh, was a Sargon of Akkad's trying to revive Gamergate now? Uh, I I heard a little bit of that. I think he was just mentioning it because like there's a bunch of SJWs that are trying to revive it, but like I don't I wouldn't say he's reviving it. Well, he told uh, Monday like he went on the kill stream. <laughs> he should go back this, on which, there. I don't know why he go on there. And he started ma- he started saying this, and then he told Mundane Matt he wants to get Mundane Matt to go into Tucker Carlson to explain Gamergate. I think it's a little late for that. <laughs> I but don't think you should have Monday Matt do anything. Like he's. This oh is, yeah. Oh Monday. Oh yeah. I forgot who Monday Matt. Was. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's like the that's their version of like Kirk Eichenwald. <laughs> Nate. Well, he hasn't stooped to that level yet. No, he's. He doesn't have seizures and he doesn't no, like look up he, tentacle but porn. But he went and like lied to people. Yeah, and it was then pretty he got, bad. He got showed up like in real time. Yeah. And he was manipulating Live. information. And yeah. he, like, he he did not like say anything about. It. He didn't do an apology until like a month later. And he did on Tumblr. <laughs> So like that's not where your audience is gonna be on Tumblr. That's all the SJWs and blue-haired, purple-haired feminists. I mean, that is his audience. Now I don't is. know. It's like MTV. Like they start out with like Beavis and Butthead and like edgy music videos, and now it's like Teen Mom. <laughs> it's like what's happened? Like they tried to go revive Beavis and Butthead, but the network's like, nah, we're too, we're too kid-friendly now. Yeah. What channel was that? MTV. Oh. Wow. Yeah, MTV. They should revive because MTV they is did. irrelevant. No, I mean like they should actually keep it going. Because well, they haven't, right? They stopped. Well, yeah, it. they stopped it because their network it just has like Teen Mom and like all these other like teen girl channel stuff. Well, and yeah. Beavis and Butthead, it's too crude and like it's not teen girl at all. Like no, like it's something that like incels would watch. <laughs> I don't watch. No, it. I mean I like Beavis and Butthead. And I'm not an incel, but like it's something that you get like some like teenager edge lord to go and watch. Like <laughs> they do some pretty bad things when they're like they yeah. Like the first thing was them like hitting uh what was it frogs with a baseball bat. Um, I've never I didn't really like this shot, so I never watched it. <laughs> It was just, it was stupid, but it was funny. It was like robot chicken, but like we're like more <laughs> vulgar and it doesn't do like it, it does do kind of parodies and they do music videos in there and they kind of be like, Hey, this sucks. Yeah. And sometimes they'd say good things about it, but yeah. Well, like MTV is a case of old media that doesn't know how to rebrand or fix things because they, they start out in the eighties and nineties with being the place to go for music videos. I mean, that's what made them popular and interesting So they were showing music videos. I mean, that's why they called MTV. Uh, but since, you know, YouTube has taken over music videos, your artists just upload there because it's easier to get a bigger audience. They don't know what to do anymore. So they're just like, oh, let's do reality TV. <laughs> like, let's just do trashy, like, garbage. Yeah, just gossip nonsense. And I think they do have music videos on occasion, but it's not, like, the whole purpose of it. It's just, like, right. more reality TV network. And I think I already have one of those. They have those, like, house hunters on there and, like, whatever. Yeah. And same thing with, like, History Channel. Like, think of that. Like, yeah, that, it's not history real. anymore. No, I remember back in the day, like, it had, like, three <laughs> major eras. There was, like, one where it would have, like, kind of documentary stuff on there. And that was, like, what History Channel was supposed to be about. And they went on to, like, just this Hitler fascination. You would have thought it was, like, the alt-right channel to kept <laughs> talking about Hitler. Yeah. Like, it literally did. It was, like, every other thing was about World War II and Hitler. And then I think they made their own channel. Mm. It broke off, and now it's just like, uh, what, what's that? The, the Pawn Stars, they have American, American Pickers. Pickers. It's like, See, those it's are the only two good t- shows, it's though. It's reality TV yeah. shows. I don't want to watch History Channel yeah. to watch reality TV shows. Yeah. Put that onto a different network. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> like, you know, maybe once in a while I want to watch it, but it's not history. Yeah, you, I agree. Like, they need to rebrand that, put on a different network. 
but like it's just things have changed because like before they had history like discovery channel used to have that stuff on there too like way back then like mm. you know that's when they said you know before they had animal planet that song was like you and me baby ain't nothing but mammals so let's do it like they do on the discovery channel because i was like watching that recently and i was like well you know there's not really much animal stuff on here anymore and that's more yeah. than animal planet and it's just like I remember for a while, like Discovery was just like MythBusters, and which is good. Yeah, it, it was I love good. MythBusters. But then Discovery, like they used to do like animal stuff and like some interesting documentaries. Then they kind of got into like, um, like Gold Rush oh, and like yeah. this crap. Was, it Ice, was that Ice Road Truckers on History? Yeah, they or had that on. I don't oh know. no, they had that on History. I keep like see, it's just yeah, they're, not they're things. They're meshed together. What does Ice Road Truckers have to do with <laughs> history? Like, I mean, it's a small thing. Like anything could technically do with history. You could put anime <laughs> on the channel and say, say it's, and say it's history. Oh, we gotta talk about that. Yeah, New York. Yes. We gotta talk about Goblin Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a RuneScape quest. It's it is a RuneScape show. After I was telling you. Like, it's I a mean, RuneScape dra- anime. Yeah, it pretty much is, except for like RuneScape, but like it has like the aesthetics of like Dark Souls, but kind of a little bit more adult oriented. It's like the Kirk, uh, like a little bit of Kurt Eichenwald scenes in there. So, what he's talking about, <laughs> there's this anime that's. This anime has come out called Goblin Slayer. It's two episodes have aired, and it's caused some controversy. And it's not your normal controversy, let's say. Like, there's been accusations of white supremacy and anti-Semitism. <laughs> they call it the alt-right anime. <laughs> like, yeah. I've seen articles where they say this is an alt-right anime. There was some guy who was, like, just yelling at it. It's like, oh, this is evil and, uh, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the, the extent of it. It goes deeper into, you know, this is inappropriate. Just, like, the content is too graphic to show. Really? And, yeah. Oh, what he- we're talking about is in the, this is the show... There is a part in the first episode where they're they're going after these goblins. Like it starts off fairly happy and do 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 do. You know, it's like it's like it feels like, 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 like a, yeah, it feels like an online game. I don't know if it is an online game. Like if it's supposed it's, to be, it's based on a manga. Well, that doesn't. Have mean, you read the manga? No. I'm you not, ever read the manga? Oh, my my buddy did. Oh really? Yeah, my one buddy. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. I'll have but to. people get triggered when you don't read the manga. They're like, "Oh, you well, didn't like, read oh, the manga." like, "Oh, you didn't read Harry Potter, but you see this person died in <laughs> here, and the, like, who's this this Tonks person? Does look realistic? I don't even know who half these characters were. Like, that's another thing that pisses me off. But like, I mean, that's a whole. <laughs> but you digress. Rant. I digress, but <laughs> yeah. So there was a scene, you know, they're fighting things in this in this uh, anime, and they're just killing these. <laughs> in in these a like a cave, a dark yeah, cave. It, it, it's it feels like you know, like almost like dot hack. Like it, it it's obviously a uh, like a medieval uh, you know knights and stuff. It's and a magic. RuneScape quest. Well, a RuneScape quest. Well, it's like World of Warcraft more. Yeah. Okay. So it's like any sort of blanket MMO. But you know, there's a scene that comes up. They go in the goblin cave. They look around and they get ambushed by goblins. And uh, it was like mostly females. There's like one guy in the group. And, and what did they look like? And uh, they had a particular facial features <laughs> on them that uh, some people have said uh, looked uh, Jewish. Was a, was a Jewish, and there's been other things where I accused them of acting like looking in or acting like you know just like immigrants or something or any sort of like other group. They're, they're classifying as like a stereotype, like because when people stereotype Jews, they have them with certain features, <laughs> and that's what they think is in this show, because the way the goblins portray. But then it gets pretty woke, because oh, yeah. in the second episode, they talk well, no, no, about... No, we didn't talk about the one part yet. 
the okay well i was gonna i'm gonna talk about the stereotype then we'll go back to that okay. part but i was gonna say they there's two stereotypes at play here people are speculating one is the jewish the other is that in the second episode it gets pretty woke because they start talking about how the goblins have you know come into their town taking it over they're like how would you like it if somebody came into your town that looked different and acted different and took it over and murdered people and raped people i'm like just substitute goblin for migrant. That's what you're talking about here, stereotypically. Yeah, that's but, where the criticism comes from. That's where the alt-right claims come from, for context's sake. But in the first episode, there's a very big scene. Well, yeah, so they go into the cave. They're slaying some <laughs> goblins, and then they get ambushed. And, uh, you know, there's about, I think, four people. There's your, you know, your warrior. I think there might... I don't know if there's an archer. There's, like, a warrior, a mage, and uh, the priest, which is kind of one of the main characters... I don't know if there was another one. There may have been another one. I don't know. They, they all, they all kind of mostly die. But, you know, spoilers. while... Spoilers. Yeah, spoiler. I mean, there's going to be spoilers. It's, it's, it's one episode. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. It's but a premiere. Anyway, and you've probably heard about this show anyways. If mm. like, you know, like, I didn't even watch anime, but I, that's why I decided to yeah. go and review this. When people call something alt-right anime, I want to go and <laughs> see if they're full of, you know, malarkey. <laughs> so anyways, we go... Like, they go in the cave, and the mm. goblins ambush them. Just kills the one guy, and then the uh, other lady is uh, getting uh, raped by goblins. And they, they, it was pretty graphic. Yeah. For the rape. It, it didn't leave much to the imagination. I mean, there wasn't any actual, like... Uh, well, I read on Wikipedia after we saw it that they actually censored part of the episode. So it was so graphic. They censored the actual, like, rapey part that was supposed to be extended. But all you really see is, like, the goblin behind her... And doing, you know, something that looks rapey. And then it kind of shows a little more than cuts. Apparently there was more in between those cuts. And I was just like, this is screwed up. Because we're going into that scene like joking that that is what could happen. Just in a crazy sense of like, what if they went this far? Because we didn't know about this going into it. And then they went there. I mean, this is like atypical. We were talking about last week where we're like, are they going to really go there? Like, we're just joking about it. And then they go there. I mean, there's a certain appreciation to when shows do create, go far and to where you think, but not to this graphic well, end. See, my, my thing is, we already have Game of Thrones, and to my knowledge... There's a lot of rape in that show. There's story. rape, there's incest, there's a lot of... And they're, and they're Nudity. Very, they're very... Uh, I haven't actually watched the show, but... I'm going to start soon. I saw, like, one episode of it, and there was a lot of nudity, and I'm told there's, like, incest and all this other stuff. Oh. And that's in real life. Like, this is a cartoon. Yeah, true. Like you can do things in cartoons that you couldn't do in real life, you right. know. Like, and there's a there's a difference of what can be displayed there. But you know, that was it was a very, like a very visual, very um, disturbing kind of scene. That's it meant to go and and it played into the part of the story. And I think that was fine for them to do that. It was as like it, it had to go and happen because that's why you see the one knight comes in there and he's in this like, you know, the pretty alt cool. Knight. Yeah, the alt <laughs> knight comes out and he goes and he, he kills all the goblins. And, uh, and he, everywhere he is, like if it's in a restaurant or what they call a restaurant, indoors, he never takes his armor off. He's always just sitting there, the only guy in the room with armor on. He's like Master Chief. He just does. You just don't. You don't, you don't take it off. Maybe he's a goblin underneath there. Or something. Yo, that'd be pretty. That'd be, pretty that'd be a woke. good plot twist. Yeah, woke. There's a good goblin. Yeah, remember the part also where he. He doesn't in, like. He's like the George Soros of <laughs> goblins. 
Yeah, he's pulling all the strings. He's creating false flags. He, he, he destroys the other goblins like George Soros. <laughs> Substitute goblins for something else. Yeah, but he's uh, he goes in there and then like another kind of graphic and another graphic part of that there's like these goblin babies and he just yeah, kind of uh, you know. He says there's no such thing as a good goblin. <laughs> he, just, he just kills her and like this uh, priest is watching this. He's like, oh geez. But on the other hand, she also watched her, like, best friends get, like, murdered and, like, raped. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Like, it's just, like, for me, like, I don't want to sound like a baby here. Just I just generally don't like graphic, bloody, gory teeth. I just don't like watching that stuff. But, like, I can handle it. But this went a little too far. I, I think it, you have to go and have that so that you don't just be like, oh, this guy's a really terrible person yeah, for you killing do. the babies. Yeah, it, that's it justifies. True. It kind of justifies that, at least. You know, it makes sense why he's doing it. It might not it does, necessarily yeah. justify it, but I, I'm not going to say if it's okay to kill goblins or not because, you know, we've all played... You we know, do not endorse killing goblin babies. We, we've all played games before. <laughs> like, I played RuneScape, and I've, you know, massacred hundreds of thousands of goblins between all the games I've played. And most of the time, I don't Murder. go and think, you know... Man, these people have families, you know? these There's... <laughs> You know, they have lives, they have jobs. And I guess maybe that's a sort of like, you know, above uh, take on that. So a sort of like, uh, I don't know, an analysis, a deep woke analysis when you're yeah. playing these games. You know, everything's got a family. People go and kill the bear. They kill bears and wolves and bunnies in World of Warcraft. But yeah. most people don't think much about it. But, yeah, those NPCs have lives. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, We're going to talk about that, too. Um because we have like five minutes here. Do you want to actually, maybe we could squeeze that in these five minutes. The NPC meme. <laughs> Did we talk about that last week or was we that? We talked about that on a video on the channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, for the record, this is Associated Versa Me because we have a guest here from Versa. Uh, I forgot to clear that up, but I cleared it up now. But um, yeah, we'll just talk about anything for right now. But um, anime, though, has gotten a bit dark. No, that's, not, that's nothing. Like, they've had a. I've heard they've had. They've had worse, and they have, you know, the whole hentai genre, which is either yeah. it's, it's either incest or, like, rape. That's pretty much just hentai. Jesus. Like, there's not can much in between. Can they have normal, like, can they at least have gay? It's, like, can we have a like compromise? Furry, it's like the furry community. <laughs> like, you know, it starts, you know, you think it's just them, you know, maybe hooking up in fursuits, but when in real life it goes to them, like, you know, murdering animals and doing having their way with them. Yeah, we but, need an expose, like an expose on the furries, like a Project Veritas like expose on these people, because they're doing awful things, and like there have just been like surveys that have talked about a little bit that you know ask these people and they admit to it, but like nobody's actually like like those numbers got to be higher, is what I'm saying, because those are the only ones that are willing to say it. You know, there's probably like at these you know Anthrocon, you know, there's probably some crazy stuff happening behind the doors or in secret dungeons yeah i was told they had petting zoos there and they it's not where you go and pet animals that's where you go and like make animals your pet yeah like you you do things with animals in there that it's like basically an animal brothel yeah it's pretty screwed up that's that's what i've heard i've not been to one of these uh you know i think someone needs to go and investigate i think the fbi needs to get involved <laughs> Like, no, they've had leaks on their videos. Fursona. Like, they had videos. Like, Mr. Medicare did a whole thing on this, and, like, they had yeah. leaks, and you couldn't even show the videos because it's pretty graphic. Yeah. And uh, and I think, like, the one guy who was involved with this animal, like, this speciality stuff, he was from, like, uh, Cuba. And they oh, don't yeah. have any laws against doing these things because I guess they never thought to put these laws in there. Yeah, it's not the only laws they didn't think to put in place in Cuba. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, have, they have a lot of problems in Cuba, but, you know, <laughs> furries 
It's probably not their highest priority, but I imagine if they did find out, because this guy apparently was in the military or something, if they found out that he's, you know, raping animals, you'll probably get, like, sent to a gulag. Like, that's the one good thing about, like, (laughs) communism. (laughs) It's like like an actual communism. They don't take this stuff very lightly. No. Sometimes. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I haven't looked into a history, like, the USSR's history on, like, furry and, like, bestiality stuff. I imagine... (laughs) You know, their stance is in their manifesto. Yeah, I don't think... Like, they didn't... I know they didn't like gay people, so, I mean, I imagine furries, you know, people who, like, actually rape and kill... Like at the same time, like puppies and stuff, I imagine they probably get cast off to the gulag, which in my book is something that needs like they need to go and do that if you're actually like raping an animal. If you're just, you know, dressing in a fursuit, I don't care. But when you start harming like animals, yeah. especially like yeah. newborn puppies That's and wrong. stuff, yeah, you need to get help. Yeah, the fear and do whatever you want as long as you aren't harming or affecting other people. That's the way I look at Um, but I thought something. Playing with your mic there, um, I <laughs> you can't fit that in your mouth. It's too big. <laughs> I could. Um, but what I was thinking about was uh, was it furries? What was it? oh yeah, shake of our. I love how Pete like leftists will wear those shake of our shirts. Like oh, I'm so edgy and rebellious, and they're like oh, but I'm a leftist. I like the gays and I like uh, colored people. I'm not racist. And yet shake of has like blatantly racist like quotes, and he executed gays because they were gay. I mean, I think it's very ironic that they still walk around with those shirts and haven't realized that that guy's, like, pretty, like, screwed up. Oh, yeah, like, he he was not the angel that he was made out to be. Like, same thing with a lot of these people. Like, a lot of these people go and say Mandela did nothing wrong, but he was actually a terrorist who, like, uh, yeah, he, yeah. he got sent to prison was because he, like, had a bomb plot for, with the ANC to go and blow up places. But they don't tell you a lot about this. Yeah. Yeah, like, not in woke African studies like I'm taking. Oh, <laughs> Lord, I imagine there's so much, like, social justice propaganda in that class. Oh, yeah, it's pretty bad, but it tones down sometimes, but it's pretty bad. It's probably easy, at least. Uh, yeah, it, it, you just do a quiz every week, but, like, you have this research project that does take a bit of time. Well, what's, what do you have to research, like? A country. I'm, I'm researching oh, yeah. a country of, I'm going to say it very carefully, Niger. <laughs> <laughs> I got the only thing I can think about Niger's, or maybe it's not, that's Nigeria. They different comp- countries. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. Geez, so many countries in Africa that yeah. like don't really do anything. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, she's like try to find a fun fact about your country that's not negative. I'm like that's difficult. Well, like, see, like see, you had a couple good ones. Like I mean, South Africa at least they had like nuclear weapons at one point in time. They actually did something. But that was before the ANC took over. They got rid of them, and probably for good reason because they can barely keep uh, everything in check over there but um yeah it's, it's african and not you know, <laughs> like we used to call like uh, ap us ap human geography it was called ap africa sucks like our teacher said that because he's like yeah you see all these like uh like these things of the country like the their population pyramids and all that stuff it's like yeah everything of those is like all the way in the pooper with the africa he's not wrong i hate i i say because it it's just the, the fact of it and that's why you need to fix it because there's a they are i'm trying to i'm gonna i wanted to use the trump term something whole but i can't say that on air uh poop hole uh but you get the idea uh we have to go to play a song quickly and then uh we'll be back uh in the next hour with more real news guys we're actually talking about topics and not anime but you know that's always fun to talk about do your anime reviews now <laughs> the newest anime review show yes <laughs> thank you for listening we'll be back next week with more real news